Greetings, folks. It's Michael Rosso, Film Photography Podcast, Episode 276, September 15th, 2021. 2021. On today's show, I'm going to be joined by Mr. John Fidelli and Mr. Mark O'Brien. And Mark is going to be talking about how to get that dreamy look with lenses. Do you need a special lens? Do you need a special filter? We're going to be talking to him about that and the newest issue of his magazine, Monochrome Mania. Later on in the show, Mark is also going to talk about... Mark is also going to talk about Slow, also known as Low ISO Films, and some Low ISO Films from Lomography and from the FPP. But before we get started, I wanted everyone to know about an upcoming... New York City Film Photo Gathering. It's presented by Brooklyn Film Camera and Lomography. It is happening on September 26th, 2021 between 2pm and 6pm in Prospect Park, Brooklyn. Head over to brooklynfilmcamera.com for details. It's going to be a great place to meet, greet, take film photos and also win some giveaways some giveaways are being supplied by the Film Photography Project, including our new, our new, as yet unannounced Halloween film. More news on that next show. What show? We'll be right back. Brought to you by... Kodak, whose new instant cameras and dependable Kodak film help you remember the times of your life. Kodak. Smile. Everyone's talking about Kodak's new Color Burst, the low-priced motorized instant camera that gives you what no other instant camera can. Bright, brilliant, bursting color by Kodak. Approve it. From bright whites to reds, greens, yellows, whatever. There's your proof. New Colorburst cameras. After all, isn't color the way to choose an instant camera? Colorburst. New instant cameras from Kodak. Monochrome. I'm mono and I'm chrome. Hey, we're back. I'm going to intro with uh, the new song by John Fideli called Monochromania. Take it away, John. I'm a mono, that means one. I'm a chrome, and that means fun. I'm a monochromaniac. With us right now is Mr. Mark O'Brien. Hey there. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Pretty good. Mark, no stranger to the FPP? Yes, he is. I haven't seen him in two years. Well. <laughs> Author of the Random Camera Blog online. And that, let me see if I got it now. I usually say go to Google, but it's Google. Random Camera Blog dot blog spot.com no hey, it's <laughs> randomphoto.blogspot.com jeez oh that's way easier to remember yeah. if but it is called the random camera yeah, it blog. is i mean i started that in 2004 i had no idea i'd still be doing it so many years later can anybody find your oh, blog yeah. because it's so complicated it, it just if you just search google for random camera blog no, the first thing up. will come up yeah, yeah i forgot google's so more sophisticated now uh, yeah mark is also the author of a print zine called monochrome media and in july 2021 number five came out 
Number five. Lens dreams. These are what lenses dream when they're asleep in the yes. bag. Yeah, Perhaps. maybe. Mark, uh, for those folks who don't know, uh, what is monochromania? And tell me about this issue. Okay, uh, monochromania is my way of getting my work out there to the world. Basically, a zine is devoted to the art, the craft, and the technology of black and white. Yes, this is number five, and uh, I'm still I'm working on number six. The uh, zine has been, I think, quite successful. I've had lots of good reviews of it, especially issue number three, which was the toy camera issue. Mm. But this one, Lens Dreams, Lens is, Dreams really, is really... I've had a love affair with the Lens Babies since they came out. And if you're not familiar with Lens Babies, you can Google it, but they're basically... Typically, single element lenses that you can shift around and on and get different effects. They kind of expensive. Uh, the the original lens baby, I don't <clears> think <throat> is too expensive. You can less than a hundred dollars, I believe. Oh. Like a lot of other lenses that you can get now, they've gone up in price quite a bit because they have lenses that look just like your typical. Camera lens, there's no shifting around. They have a wide aperture and they mm. have blurring effects and so and so on. This issue, Lens Dreams, is really um, my, interpretation my interpretation of everyday, of things, everyday as things as if as one, as were one were a little dreaming a bit. Dreaming a bit. Um, the dreamy effects that you get from the lenses enhance that. I've devoted probably a good part of the last 14 years, some part of my effort has been working with these lenses and working with these kinds of subjects. So... What you'll see is uh, examples from, from this whole period until present. I know that when I see a photograph that I've taken, I'll usually just remember the situation or place or when I made it just by seeing the image. And if you ask me where I was at a particular time, I couldn't tell you unless I saw the image, of course. And so an image can immediately wake those neurons give me a pretty good recall of the event or place. And we used to say that photographs are pretty much perfect and that the exposure is good, the detail is sharp, and the subject recognizable, but our memories aren't quite as good as that. Nope. And so these images are sort of a simulating our memories. Like a, a, like a memory, like a half-remembered memory or something. Yeah, exactly. And so what you'll find is some things are sharp and the edges are blurred, just like a lot of things in our memories. Mm-hmm. So, and I had a lot of fun putting this together, and I think people will really enjoy it. What, what album cover does that remind you of? Um, <clears throat> hold on. Um, it's definitely an album by Mike Rutherford. Nope. Close. Oh, close. Okay. Same band. Definitely an album cover by Tony Banks. And I guess that album would be called... Um, hey. hey. It really looks like the well. It oh, really? sort of looks like yeah, because yeah. the album cover is a reflection. Uh, Tony Banks in the from, water from the right. band Genesis. Okay, oh okay, soul albums. It's a curious feeling. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> it's really not important about what film I use or what camera I use. Um, it's all about the image. And that's what I want people to come away with. The imagery that you get from these lenses, I'm not, it's not a how-to at all. And that's my point. And I say that, you know, my dreams are my own. You'll have to find your own. 
Get your own dreams. Yeah, get your own dreams. What I'm trying to do is at least once a year put out something that is more technical or a how-to. And so the next issue of of Monochrome Mania will be on 35 millimeter instant use and or simple use and toy cameras. Something like the one I did on medium format, but just restricted to 35 millimeter. You know, the very first one I put out was about slow films. That's sold out. And uh, I've been asked if I was going to reprint it. I think not because of what I'm going to do. I'll put out a new one on slow film because Mm. more films have come out that people have access to now Mm. than what I wrote about. So, What do you mean? You're talking like five, six... Yeah. Like slow films. Smart Ooh. 2. Yes. Ooh. It, will incru- it will include not only the reprint, but an addendum to like... It'll an- have some of the ones from before, because there's other ones that now are so um, unavailable, it's it's kind of... Um, tech pan. It's like tech pan. Yeah, tech pan! Yeah. Now that you mentioned the, the cover, which looks like the cover of A Curious Feeling by Tony Banks. Yes. How did you... Shoot this cover. That's like two. Is that two images or one? It's one image. It's actually a reflection, oh. which I, which normally would be upside down because you're looking at right. these things in the water, right? So it's 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 been but, uh, were there turned 180 pe- degrees. There were two people there. No, it's it's a well. There are two sculptures uh, uh, at, a, at a at a sculpture garden in, at Cranbrook. Uh, in, oh, I in, thought one of them was you taking a picture. No, of no, yourself. they're not, I'm not. Oh, that's pretty so, awesome. So uh, it's actually. Um, the Orpheus Fountain by Carl Millis. Well, I gotta say, I'm like I like lo-fi pictures. If if I could use that term to describe yeah. your photos, you know, with blurred images and not not sharp, super sharp images and some uh-huh. vignetting and stuff. So this is by far my favorite Good. of the things that you've done. And I'm I'm pleased to hear that. And, and what you've missed, folks, you missed issue number one, sold out, slow films. Issue number two, Michigan Meanderings. Number three, The Magic and Allure of Toy Cameras. Oh. Number four, A Cold Reckoning, The Nature of Winter. That sounds like a diehard movie title. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> cold Reckoning, diehard, cold reckoning. It's not something like Liam Nielsen would be in. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, Mark. Hey, you're welcome. Yeah. Get yours now. Hold it. Isn't that wild? I just took four flash pictures without changing bulbs. With Sylvania's fantastic new invention, the Blue Dot Flash Cube. Just pop one on any new Flash Cube model camera and shoot. With the Sylvania Blue Dot Flash Cube, you're always ready for the great shots. That used to get away. So I bought lots of them. Maybe I'll stuff Christmas stockings with them. Oops. What about regular flash cameras? Sylvania blue dot flash bulbs. When the dot is blue, the bulb is good. Blue dots for sure shots. So for regular flash cameras, blue dot flash bulbs. And for new flash cube model cameras, blue dot flash cubes. Sylvania blue dot flash bulbs or flash cubes. Isn't that wild? Slow. Hey, we're back. Mark is going to be talking about two fairly new slow films from Lomography. When I say slow, low ISO, called Babylon 13 and The Phantom 8. <laughs> yeah, How do like you pronounce that. it? I say Phantom 8. You say Phantom 8? Yeah. Phantom. Or Phantom. Phantom. That sounds more that mysterious. Sounds more... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, got, I bought a couple rolls of each of these because I like to tr- test out some these oddball slow films. And 8 ISO is pretty low. So what I end up using for 
using uh, these low films, I can set the ISO. I have a wow. Nikon F100 or the F4, which allows me to get really dial things down pretty low. So I tried out the Phantom 8 on the F100. And uh, one of the things I like to shoot, if I'm shooting a slow film, I mean, people talk about, oh, but you have to put it on a tripod. And, yeah, you do. And then uh, people also say, why can't I use this for street photography? You could. But the thing is, ISO 8 is pretty um, low. And also, since these are not tip- your typical panchromatic films, hmm. you're not quite sure what you're going to get. And I didn't know if, it's, if it was going to be... Uh, really truly panchromatic or ortho or whatever so I, I i loaded it in the f f100 and i went down to the french broad river and i shot a whole the whole roll Those all just cool. along the along along the banks that's in of, broad daylight late in the day and so i added another oh. layer of complexity there is late in the day so the sun hadn't set yet and what i wanted was this sort of shadowy dreamy look with with the water flowing for many seconds oh well, you got it to give me what i wanted <laughs> And so the, the exposures I I made were between eight and fifteen seconds long, which is fairly long. With a tripod? With a tripod, yeah. <laughs> I'm I might on. be able to handhold pretty Mike. pretty good, but not that good. I developed a I think I developed in D seventy six. With some of these films, they haven't been tested enough with other developers. I stick with what's been recommended. And it's probably if you want to try it with something they haven't listed, you don't really know where you're starting from. So I would Go with something tried and true, but if you want to do a clip test and do it with different um, developers, be my guest. And you can contribute to the uh, online massive development chart and let them know what you got. Massive development chart is online. You Google that and come up with a chart that will actually give you home development times for many, many films. Yes. Almost any film you can think almost any film you can think of. Proudly sponsored by Film Photography Project. Brought to you by Film Photography Project. My, my my initial reaction with this film, or the Phantom Eight, was I liked it. I really liked what I got from the from the late day. It, it pretty much um, matched my uh, ideas of what I very contrasting, very dreamy. I like that one. You like that one, yeah. yeah. So um, I have them up on Flickr right now, and, I'll, and I haven't done a blog post about these films yet, so this is the first time you're hearing me talk about them. I felt I had very adequate shadow detail, and the highlights were a little, just a little blown out, but I kind of liked the way that looked in these, in these moving water images. So I really like the Phantom 8. Phantom. And I would definitely, I have a second roll, and I'll shoot that with some different, some other different conditions and see how it comes out. The clouds look awesome. So the other roll I shot was a Babylon 13. I shot that in my Nikon F4. That's a sci-fi film. No, that was Babylon 5. Oh. You posted that one. Yeah, I did post that one. That's awesome. Oh, hold on. I want to see these. So I went out. um, It was a, a... a sort of a you got so lucky with the clouds a cloudy day i saw Whoa. i could see the clouds were coming in nuclear and, and yep. i yeah and I, I figured if i went out in the blue ridge parkway and did cloud pictures it would really be a lot of fun so i it worked out i had the babylon 13 and i was using it with a polarizer filter and a yellow filter the yellow wow. filter will give you more contrast with the clouds against the sky polarizer will, will also give you more contrast period with the clouds so 
How many how many stops do, do those two? Uh, I'm probably them. losing about two stops. Wow. And uh, that, that's and the, the beauty of, of shooting with aperture priority, right? Yeah. And a tripod. And a tripod. Yeah, these are all done with tripod. And what what um, how wide was your lens? It's a 28 millimeter, 2.8. Did you zoom in any of those images, or though that's the whole frame? You, that's the whole frame. Wow. It's a different, entirely different situation than the stuff I use with the Phantom 8. Lots of sunshine, haze, and all that, and, and the clouds. And I was actually looking at the film before I scanned it. I was like unsure what I was really going to get out of it. Hmm. That will bring me back to what characteristics of both of these films in a second. When I scanned everything in, I may have adjusted the, the curve a little bit um, to bring out a bit more contrast in, a, in, a, in an image. But overall, I thought they... they came out pretty darn good oh, fantastic but the the going back to the scanning both of these films are very curly and, okay and so they're not they don't cup like triax does but they want to curl back on themselves in a spiral and you know i got them to lay flat enough in the scanner that that, that was that worked out okay but that was my only beef i think would, would be would be that and the other beef i have is with the canisters that they come in are these mm. plastic two-piece canisters, mm. which you can't readily open up because they are... They have a snap top on top? No. they There's like a hinge in the middle of the plastic. Oh, you talk, you're talking about the actual film canister? Yeah. I know exa- exactly what you're talking about. Some of the newer Lomochrome Purple also yeah. comes in these canisters. Yeah. But there's a little tab that you... You can... But you push the tab in and then it just opens. But they have a sticker all the way around it, so it doesn't do that. So from a so home de- a sticker from a home development perspective, you could be be put in a very frustrating situation. Right, if you're not prepared for it. So what I just did is I I just used the film leader retriever in the dark room, pulled out all the film, and then left a little inch at Good the up. end and, and cut it just like you would if you were doing a film at the lab. Hmm. You know, and fo- I can reuse it. Folks who are developing at home, that is something to think about. So many people, myself included, use the can opener, just open it up, discard it. You could use a film retriever, pull your film out, and then you don't have to struggle. Just don't suck it all the way in. Leave a little tab when you're rewinding. You can set your cameras to do that oftentimes. Leave a little tab out. Yeah. Leave a little tab out. (laughs) Yeah. So my, my um, overall impression is they were fun films. They're low ISO films. Your camera might, for the Phantom 13 or the Babylon 13. Phantom! Your camera might go down to ISO 12. That's mm-hmm. good enough. You don't need to dial in exactly you know, the 13. This only goes to um, 14. And uh, <laughs> for the 8, I had the this F100, one so I could dial down to 6. This yeah. one goes to 11. Uh, folks... Who are listening at home, uh, don't be uh, scared of low ISO films. Get yourself acclimated to using a light meter. And if just about everyone has a uh, smartphone and you can get a light meter app for yeah. literally a few dollars. Right. Mm. And you're done. You don't, you don't have to worry about it. Go go manual on your camera and, yeah. and meter your light. Relax. Well, thank you very much, Mark. You're welcome. What we'll about be, me? We'll be, what about you? Thank you, too, John. I just like to be John, here. thank you very much. Hey, I'm Blue Film. Don't poke me. I'm very sensitive. Living color, clear and bright. Kodak, you can get it right. Kodak pictures really shine with living colors every time. Just look around, surprise your eyes, and keep the fun that's in your life. Kodak color, we all film. Kodak living color every time. Changing light, sudden movement. 
you still get vibrant color with Coda Color VR 200, a brilliant all-round film. Kodak Living Color every time. Hey, I want to thank you for joining us. That's it for this show. What show? We'll be back in one month on October 15th for our big 12th birthday show. That's right. The FPP is now in its tween years, and I'm sure that we'll have a lot to chat about. In the meantime, you can always send an email, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com, or drop us a handwritten letter, type letter, or anything you like to P.O. Box 264, Fairlawn, New Jersey, 07410. Thanks so much. We'll see you really soon. Cheap burgers, cheap burgers, 
feel me on your god stick a pickle on the top I'm getting deep urges I need cheap burgers FPP, 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 FPP,